Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, thanks. Um, this is the V Brown bag on the vSphere 6.7 readiness assessment. Uh, my name is Chris Grossmeyer. I'm a director of product for a small little startup in the Silicon Valley called Cloud Physics. I'm not going to get too much into the product side of things. We're going to talk about the upgrade process, the assessment side of things. Um, jump right in right away for those guys that are not already on vSphere 6.5 or 6.7. The process by which you get up there uh, can be quite lengthy, uh, quite involved. And as you've probably known, you've probably got a lot of vSphere 5, 5.1, 5, 5, 5, probably still in a lot of the environments. In fact, I talked to the customer last night that's still running vSphere 4. This upgrade path can be daunting for a lot of you, and the decision whether or not you go to vSphere 6.5, 6.7, or even to the cloud is all part of this assessment discussion. So what are we really looking at? So why do we do the assessment, um, and what's involved here? We've got a, a scope analysis, you know, what is going to be the breadth of the resources we want to upgrade and potentially move. Um, a cost-risk analysis. Uh, is it going to be painful for us to take downtime? Is there a risk of not upgrading for security context? The cost discussion. Um, where is it going to be cheaper? What's the cost of hardware, cost of software, and these resources? And obviously, the last part, the alternatives. Do I move to the cloud, or do I keep it on-premise and give myself some options here with the hypervisor upgrades? So as we go through early part of the assessment, um, there's multiple parts here. Um, we really want to figure out uh, our assessment needs. Um, who and or what do we need to upgrade? Um, is it end of support for our resources out there? Is there something that's happening for our hardware, new features and that we want to take advantage of? Uh, old hardware no longer is available and if you're still buying the hypervisors, you can't potentially run it on the old hardware out there. And then also end of support um, and complexities of solutions. You want to do virtual desktops, maybe I can't go to 6.7 because I don't have the current Horizon uh, release as well. Uh, looking at the hardware out there, you know, end-of-life hardware out there is typically a major problem for most organizations. Uh, a lot of organizations who are running vSphere 5.5 or 5.0 potentially are going to find that they're not going to have an upgrade path for that hardware to go to vSphere 6.5 or 6.7. Uh, a lot of the old processors and resources out there are going to have an impact on them. As well as storage, you know, I want to go to 10 gig or 40 gig or InfiniBand or whatever the next solution is that's going to be out there for storage out there or NVMe and get basic local flash. Uh, Assess the software. So again, if I'm looking at what's my data center solution out there, um, is my software going to be working with it as well? I have a backup solution potentially in the data center that works with vSphere uh, six uh, or six five. Is it going to work with six seven? You're going to find that a lot of the vendors are a little late to the game. Now they're going to go through that validation process, so we may not want to jump right in right away as well. Um, there's an assessment of skills that's important here as well. Not everybody has all the talent inside their organization. So we want to find out, do we have the staff? Do we have the time? Uh, and do we want to invest the resources of our own talent to do this activity? Or do we want to take the alternative route, find a partner? Uh, go find one of your large resellers and partners who's going to come in and do this assessment for you. Hopefully fund it uh, so you won't have to pay for this type of uh, experience. And go through and figure out what resources are going to be inside the scope, what's the cost, uh, what's, where the benefit analysis is going to fall into this as well. And obviously there's that balance of time and cost. Uh, if I'm not in an urgent state, this can take a whole year. Uh, if I'm in a state where I want to get to a supported release because of federal regulation and end of support for vSphere 6, uh, or sorry, vSphere 5.5 is coming up here this month or next month, uh, we're going to be in a state where we're going to want to move things along a little quicker. So uh, these are all going to be deciding factors for us in the assessment. Uh, we want to ask these questions early communicate with the management and sort of get the buy-in for everybody to be on the same channel, the same cost, the, the same sort of forecast here as we go through this. So why do we want to upgrade potentially? Is it new features? Uh, if you've been looking at vSphere 6.7, there's a lot of new functionality to the hypervisor. Um, but at the same time, if we're going to go with those new functionalities, we're potentially going to be looking at new hardware. 
so if I'm out there looking at uh, enhanced vMotion, or I'm going to go to the uh, vCenter storage appliance or server, server appliance, Quick Boots and other services out there, those are all going to be things that are probably going to take uh, new hardware, new solutions. Security is a big one for a lot of organizations. So if you're looking at TPM or virtual TPM, uh, you're going to want to start looking at the hardware because virtual T or TPM 2.0 is a hardware-based solution that's going to be presented outward. So if you've got old hardware, it's TPM 1.2, you're not going to have a 2.0 solution potentially as well. Um, universal apps and platforms out here. So uh, NVIDIA, if you guys are doing any large compute or anything that's uh, machine learning or anything that's graphic intensive or the desktops that take advantage of it, new hardware is going to give you some cool functionalities we saw in the keynote, ability to live motion or vMotion, uh, GPU workloads as well. Obviously that seamless experience uh, per VM uh, enhanced vMotion. So if you guys have multiple chipsets in the environment, different editions or versions, I have old hosts and new hosts and I have this idea that I need to have continuous availability taking it down to a VM level versus per cluster. Again, features that I may want uh, that may impact my decision to upgrade my cluster as well. Uh, before you assess, a lot of little things that we want to go through and look at. Um, so determine what features are going to be most important to us. If we're going to go to 6.5 or 6.7, are you a hybrid cloud or not? If you're not going to go hybrid cloud, maybe 6.7 isn't necessary for you. Maybe I can stay on 6.5. Um, if I'm looking at the enhanced security or enhanced performance, 4K native blocks, uh, I'm potentially going to be looking at going to 6.7. But again, you know, it really comes down to that functionality. You're going to find that there's an upgrade path for old hypervisor versions and old hardware that will support vSphere 6.5. But you're going to find that there are going to be some environments that do not have support for that 6.7 as well. So we're in a situation where we have to sort of go through this assessment and weigh the value. Now luckily for us, um, support for vSphere 6.5 and 6.7 are going to end at the same time. Uh, so as you go through and you're looking at which one's going to last me longer in terms of support, uh, you don't have to make that choice. Uh, you can choose either one of them. You really can focus on the functionality more than focus on the, the end of life type discussion. If you're on vSphere 5.5, Already today, you're going to be in a little world of hurt. Um, there is no migration path for 5.5 to 6.7. You're going to have to take your environment up to 6.0 or higher, and then take it up to 6.7. Uh, if you're a 6.5 update 2 customer, good news. Uh, as of this week, the, the most recent update brought us the ability to take 6.5 um, update 3 uh, to, or update 2 all the way to 6.7, uh, update 1. So there was some concern prior to VMworld here that Maybe we wouldn't see that. We'd have to take VMs up to certain levels or revs or back them down to get to 6.7 for those infrastructures. Luckily, the updates brought that to us as well. Assessing your hardware is going to be a, a tricky step for most of you. Um, knowing whether an individual host is on the VMware HCL, um, there's a long list of processors that are no longer on the HCL for vSphere 6.7. So if you have an older host, if you're one of those guys that have a lab, you got a bunch of old workstations on the floor, you got old uh, desktops potentially or the little uh, uh, nooks and type services, you're going to find that a lot of those are going to lose support for vSphere 6.7. So what we want to make certain we look at is what resources are out there. Now there's easy ways to do this um, and there's hard ways. The hard way is to go out there and type in every machine and every processor and try and compare it directly against what VMware has on their HCL, or you can go to one of the partners, run some of these assessment tools that will actually inventory all the hardware, find all the processors, find all the PCI devices, and give you an ultimate list of this is how many hosts are not compatible with 6.5 or 6.7, and here are the hosts that are, and we can make that decision whether or not we're going to upgrade them or not. 
So we talked a little bit about this earlier, vSphere end of life. Um, so VMware does a unique thing, seven years for every product. Um, the first five years are going to be technical support, uh, sorry, um, general support, and after that there's technical support that you can get per contract. So if you are one of those shops that has to stay on a platform for regulatory reasons, um, know that at seven years, VMware does end all support for that platform. So if you're one of those shops that is on 5.5, um, you can still get technical. Uh, end of technical guidance ends in 2020. Uh, so if there's a real critical issue out there or you want to do one-off support from them, uh, you do have some time for those types of things. Just know that you're going to be paying for that. General support ends next month. So. Uh, let's see. Hardware versions. So virtual hardware versions is something to also consider. Most of us, when we deploy VMs, we, put in our, we build them uh, from vCenter. We have our tools and our resources. We can go through and assess uh, a virtual hardware. Now, a lot of virtual appliances come with old virtual hardware, version three and version four. That's for backwards compatibility. So if we had a virtual appliance, we want to deploy it, ensure that it worked in those other environments. But if we're deploying those uh, virtual appliances, they're going to have to get up to the most recent, uh, sorry, they're going to have to be past version four to work in 6.7 out here as well. And so that's going to give us some backwards compatibility, but we're going to lose that compatibility uh, if we go to 6.7, so we're going to have to bring our hardware back up in that virtual hardware layer. So you may have to shut down a VM, do a virtual hardware upgrade, may mean a change in drivers and a change in VMware tools for you as well. So just know that if you don't have control of the virtual appliance, you may have to find the vendor and make sure that that can be upgraded for you as well. Uh, it's nice to go through and get your assessment and do a quick discovery, find out what versions are actually out there for everything. Um, you know, whether it was ESX3 through uh, vSphere 6, um, it's worth taking inventory. Security is one of the better reasons why we're going to start looking at vSphere 6.7. So if you're looking at FIPS, uh, so if you've got a FIPS 140-2 certification, we get that out of 6.7. It's going to be a big reason for any of us on the government side to go ahead and do the upgrades. Um, TLS 1.2 is now enabled by default, so no more support for 1.0 and 1.1. Um, so we're going to have, uh, obviously, security issues that we had for SSL in the past. Uh, trusted platform module. So if you are a VTPM or TPM uh, 1.2, um, if you want to go to 2.0, that's a hardware type functionality. So you want to confirm that your vendor has TPM version 2 support in the firmware. If it already had 1.2, likely it is not going to have support for 2.0. Um, if you're looking for high-speed encryption and uh, other activities out there, know that there's some overhead to these, so make and judge the resources accordingly. And TPM will require 6.7 in the host with TP, a TPM2 chipset uh, if you're going to have that support as well. Uh, SSO is a must, so for those of you guys that haven't invested in single sign-on, uh, 6.7 is going to have it, so if you've got an old environment, bring it up to SSO and make sure you have all the security credentials and the, the policies in place, and then bring it across. Um, find out what else is running out there in the assessment. Find all the uh, NSX, find Horizon and things like that. Uh, you want to make certain that those releases all have support for you at the same time. I'm going to run out of time here, so I'm going to pick up the pace a little bit. And big gotchas. Uh, vSphere distributed switch. Um, go through and make certain that you uh, get to the current releases for the virtual hardware out there for these resources. Network I.O. control, uh, make sure you get an upgrade. Uh, vSAN, uh, configurations are going to have to fall into place. And fault tolerance, legacy fault tolerance, you're going to have to shut it down, reconfigure it, and turn it back on to take advantage of the new fault tolerance as well. Uh, vCenter upgrades, so if you're a pure IPv4 or a pure IPv6, no problem, but if you run both IPv4 and v6, you're going to have to make changes to your vCenter to accommodate that, so just know that in advance. Um, the database is no longer going to be SQL, uh, you're going to be going to Postgres, you're going to be making some changes in your databases for vCenter. 
Um, and other services here behind the scenes, uh, location services. So uh, take advantage of automation, take advantage of auto-deploy. Uh, don't do this necessarily one by one, that's the, the hard step. And uh, don't overlook the cost. So new hardware can get a lot more density out of it. So if we can get a lot more hosts out of the environment and get down to the fewest number, get fewer processors, fewer licenses of vSphere, we potentially could pay for our upgrade at the same time. Um, and take advantage of maybe it's more cost effective to move to the cloud. So do the cost analysis for the workloads that you're looking at as well in this level of assessment. And reminder, fill out the surveys. I'm gonna run out of time here. Um, leverage your partner, oops, sorry. Leverage your partners, uh, get a free assessment where you can. Um, like I said, Cloud Physics, we do offer a tool out there in the services from our side, uh, but we do have a lot of strategic partners who are doing this service out here. So find somebody on the floor, go talk to them, uh, and see if you can get a funded assessment to do your own assessment uh, in the infrastructure. Um, open up for questions and stuff. Uh, also, just as a quick note, there is an assessment booth on the far side of the VMware Village over here. So if you want to talk to somebody specifically about an assessment, um, we'll be on the other side of the VM Village over here. So stop by and ask us questions as well. Thanks for the time, everybody. Have a great day.